0: If you're struggling with driving anxiety, this is for you. On March 13th, I'm teaching a two-hour live masterclass on overcoming driving anxiety. And in it, I'll be teaching you lots of simple and practical tips and tools that will actually help you to experience lots more peace and freedom behind the wheel. Whether you struggle as the driver, or as a passenger, or a little bit of both. And you know, driving anxiety is something that I struggled with for years. And if I could hit rewind on my journey and know all of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you in this class, I sure as heck wouldn't have struggled for so long. So for all the details and to sign up, just head to the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you there. Welcome to a Healthy Push Podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventurer, mom, and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years, and now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Today I want to talk to you about something that is really special to me, which is the mountains and hiking. And specifically, I want to talk to you about how these things helped me to overcome anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia. So, if you don't already know, I live in Maine, which is the most northeastern point in the United States, and I grew up spending lots of time in nature. Like, Maine has lots of forests and mountains, and we have the ocean and lakes, and I just grew up in nature. Like I grew up spending hours and hours outdoors. Whether it was climbing trees, or making forts in the woods behind the house that I grew up in, or riding my bike, or playing manhunt with all of my neighborhood friends, <laughs> and the list goes on and on. Like Spending time in nature has always been super important to me, and a place that I always come back to to get grounded and experience peace and happiness and joy. But when I began struggling with anxiety, being in nature was no longer where I experienced a whole lot of peace, joy, and fun. Instead, it became a place just like all of the other places, a place where I could experience and did experience lots of anxiety. So I started hiking when I was in my early 20s, I'd say, and I started hiking with one of my childhood friends. He loved to hike. He just one day said, do you want to go on this hike with me? And I was like, sure, I'll I'll give it a shot. (laughs) But I remember being super anxious, because at the time, I was struggling with anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia like pretty intensely and just driving like that was really hard for me but I remember saying okay I'm gonna pick him up and as long as I'm driving I have a bit more control like we'll just see how it goes and I remember picking him up and we drive like two plus hours away to go hike in the White Mountains or to Acadia National Park like although we have mountains in Maine you have to travel a little ways from where I live to get to them and we'd hike some pretty big awesome mountains but I'd feel a whole ton of anxiety mostly on the drive there and mostly on the hike up the mountain and this is something that my friend my childhood friend he had no idea he did not know that I was struggling with anxiety I did my best to hide it. I'm sure at times he was probably like, there's something going on, but I don't know. Or maybe he totally didn't know. I should ask him. I've never actually talked to him about this, which is interesting now talking this out loud. But that's one of my regrets. I wish that I would have told him. I wish that I would have shared it with him. because trying to keep it all in and trying to hide it from him caused so much more anxiety like it caused another level of anxiety which I definitely didn't need (laughs) and this is something that I talk about right like sharing it sharing what you're struggling with like allows you to release a lot of the power that it's holding over you. So then fast forward a bit to when my husband and I met And he is very adventurous, has always been like, did some hiking, skiing, all the things. And so when we met, we started to hike together. And we'd do hikes in New England, and we'd also just hike wherever we went and wherever we traveled to. And I know you might be thinking, you did all of this when you were struggling with anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia? And yes, I think that this is something that people often – don't understand especially with panic and agoraphobia more so agoraphobia specifically is that just because you're struggling with agoraphobia doesn't mean that you don't leave your house lots of people who struggle with agoraphobia still do everyday things and do really big and really adventurous things, but it's just really hard for them because they're always struggling with the fear, the fear of panicking, the fear of something happening, the fear of embarrassing themselves, like not wanting to be trapped and stuck and too far from safety and all the things. So I just like to include that because I think it's so important that when you talk about agoraphobia it goes well beyond just being afraid to leave your your home and maybe not doing some of these bigger things. So I did all of these bigger things but it was really freaking hard for me and something funny is like I've had a lot of students and clients of mine say to me well Shannon at least you could do those things when you were struggling and it's so hard for me to hear it it, it's a little bit hurtful because I think people picture me like skipping through trails and like hiking with a smile on my face while feeling lots of peace, but it definitely did not look like that. <laughs> I wish it looked like that, but it didn't. And there were definitely many hikes where I experienced lots of anxiety and panic, but I kept choosing to go on hikes and adventures because these things – were so important to me, and they had always been important to me. And this is one of the biggest lessons that the mountains and hiking taught me throughout my anxiety recovery journey. And it's that it's so powerful and important to choose to do the things you value in life, rather than allowing fear and anxiety to choose. And I talk a lot about choice, and that's because we have a choice. And I know it's really hard and it might be really difficult to hear, but you do have a choice. And you really, you know, a lot of the recovery journey is about pushing yourself to do the uncomfortable things, knowing that, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be hard, but pushing yourself is actually going to lead you to more peace, joy, and freedom, to the stuff that you want. So nature, the mountains and hiking, these things have always been important to me and it's been such a passion of mine and I wouldn't let anxiety take it away from me. So I kept choosing over and over to go hiking and to spend time in nature while feeling lots of anxiety and even panic. And this is such an important piece of recovery, right? Making the choice to do things that you want to do And even the things that you have to do while letting anxiety just be along for the ride. So of course when I went hiking, I knew I'd feel anxious. Like heck, I knew I'd experience so much anxiety and panic just in the car ride on the way. I'm talking, you know, at least an hour and a half, two hours in the car in that up-down, like, oh gosh, am I gonna panic? Oh gosh, I'm feeling this. Oh no, what if, what if, what if. But I knew that I had to keep doing the things that I wanted to do. I knew that this was part of the process. Otherwise, if I stopped and if I didn't do these things, I knew what that result would be. I knew that it would shrink my world. I knew that it would cause the discomfort, the anxiety, and fear to grow and grow and get even bigger. And I knew if I stopped doing these things, that I really wanted to do, the things that I valued, it would ultimately cause me to be really stuck. And I already felt really stuck. <laughs> I did not need to feel more stuck. So by taking anxiety with me and continuing to be out in nature and, and to be on the mountain and to continue to hike, it actually taught me another really important lesson. And. It's a big one, and it's that I could feel really anxious and experience a panic attack while being miles and miles from, quote, safety. It, like, truly, hiking in the mountains truly helped me to realize that it was safe to panic anywhere. So these hikes that we would do, just to give you a picture they're usually between four and five hour hikes. They're hikes where we're hiking at least six, seven, eight miles. Um, And I know it sounds like a lot, it is a lot, but this is hiking in New England. Like all the mountains in New England are just huge and they're kind of straight up. And there's not a whole lot of elevation per se, but the elevation gain is pretty big and it's hard. And I can remember this one hike me and my childhood friend were doing. And I don't know, we were a little ways up the mountain and this was a big hike. It was like an 8 mile hike that we were doing. And I remember feeling that adrenaline rush, that surge and I was just like oh my gosh, this cannot be happening right now. And I just remember pausing and looking at my friend and saying, I just need a couple of minutes. And I kind of played it off as like, I am so out of breath and tired. I just need a couple of minutes. And I was like, you can either go ahead, like you can do whatever you want to do. I'm okay. I just need a couple of minutes. And it was so crazy because I just sort of let the feelings in. I let it be there. I knew that I kind of didn't have a choice, right? And I just got back to – hiking. Like I got back to taking steps. Like I remember saying to myself, "Shannon, just get get walking. If you stay here, you're going to keep ruminating. You're going to keep going down rabbit holes. We're not doing that. You don't have a choice. You're going to keep walking." And I experienced moments like this while I was hiking and out in nature, and these moments truly taught me like there is no way out, and you don't need a way out. Because if you let it in and you let yourself feel these feelings, they're going to pass. And it's so crazy because it's almost like nature is one of the best places to panic. And I know this might sound crazy, but stick with me. It's like one of the best places to panic because you don't have an out. Like it's almost worse when you're in a car or in a store or… Picture all these places, right, that you might feel fearful and anticipate panicking. And when there are doors and escape plans and like things that you can do to to talk yourself out, well, like, you know, maybe I could do this or I can do that. When there are those things available to you, it like keeps you on that hamster wheel of, I'm going to like solve and figure out and get out of this and fight these feelings and all that. But when you're out in nature, you don't have any of that. And this was one of the most awesome things that hiking and being on mountains taught me was that I can have a full-on panic attack while in nature. Like I can feel really anxious while in nature while on top of this mountain while not having quote safety nearby and I don't need safety. Like The safety actually is within me and I'm carrying it with me. And although, yes, I am hiking in the middle of nowhere and there's not really access to quote safety, I don't need it. Like, I don't need it. The only, you know, thing that's making me feel like I don't have safety is in my thoughts. And I know if I respond to the thoughts and the feelings in a healthy way, I'm going to be okay. I will work through this. And I just want to call out something like really important here. And I think something that is so truthful is that it is really hard to have like a full on panic attack while in nature, like a bad panic attack that lasts any amount of time, because you have so much going on around you. You are so connected to nature, to the present moment, to what you're doing, and you don't have those outs. And so, This is sort of the next thing that really helped me how the mountains and hiking helped me was that it taught me how important mindfulness is and being present and connected and how sort of easy it is to get present and to be grounded while you're in nature. Like when you don't have the noise and the screens and the day-to-day stuff and you have no choice but to just use your senses to connect you like you know sight hearing smell like touch your senses are such a big piece that allows you to be connected that allows you to be present and i know whenever i'm in nature it's so hard to get pulled out of the present moment because there's just so much going on around me and it's just so calm and still So I know it sounds weird, but I honestly, I've hiked a lot of mountains. I've been out in nature a lot and while I was struggling with anxiety. And I really cannot remember a time where I had a really bad panic attack or a panic attack that lasted any amount of time on a mountain or in nature. And I've had hundreds of panic attacks, if not more. And so this says a lot. (laughs) Like, I think there is just so much truth to When you're really present, when you're really connected, it is so hard to experience anxiety and panic. So another way that the mountains and hiking helped me was to really learn how to tackle fear. Like really learn how to go at it and how to have a healthy relationship with it. And I'm not going to dive too deeply into this topic because I just did an entire episode on what to do if you're struggling with lots of fear, which is episode 62. So if you are struggling with lots of fear, I want you to go back and listen to that episode. But I will say, I was scared, like so scared, just even driving to the mountains and You know, starting the hike and knowing like I'm going a few miles in, and you know, that quote safety is not going to be readily available. But I learned how to just take the fear with me. Like, it's okay that I feel anxious. It's okay that I feel scared. It makes sense that I'm feeling these things, and it's okay that I am. And I don't have to do anything about it. Like, I can take the anxiety that I'm feeling, I can take the fear that I'm feeling, and I can take it with me, and it can come. And it's funny that when you give anxiety and fear that permission to come with you rather than trying to fight it and make it go away, it's like it just sort of happily sits there and then it starts to fade into the background. It's so You would think it would be the opposite, right, of like, no, I've got to do something with this. I've got to make this go away. And so much of the recovery is about doing the opposite, learning that you actually have to do less. And so I want to share with you this story, and I just want to put a disclaimer. It might be a little bit triggering if you struggle with um, the fear of having an allergy to something. So if this is something that you struggle with, you can hit pause and you know stop the episode here or just jump a few minutes forward and miss this altogether. But I just want to give you a little heads up. So I remember hiking with my husband and and we were dating at the time, but we were on this mountain and we were close to the top and I remember him pulling out some snacks and saying, you know, Shannon, do you want this packet? It's like a, you know, the packets that they have of like almond butter or peanut butter. And it's just like a really good way to get some protein and some sugar and like salt, the things that you need when you're hiking and doing a big hike. And... It was so weird. This thought, this intrusive thought came in and was like, what if you're allergic to this? And it was just so strange because it's not anything that I ever struggled with. This thought was so out of character for the type of anxiety that I struggled with. And I thought, oh my gosh, what if I am allergic to this? Like I am on top of a mountain. We are miles away from, you know, any hospitals or you know that quote safety. And I remember really feeling anxious about it. And I remember just grabbing that packet. And I remember taking the packet and just holding it and contemplating, am I gonna am I gonna take this? Am I gonna eat this? Or should I not? Should I just eat a different snack? Should I eat a snack that I know is gonna be quote safe? And I remember saying very bluntly, Nope, Shannon, we are not doing this. And I took that packet, I opened it, and I said, F it, you were eating this. And I ate it. And I remember my brain being like, oh my God, I cannot believe you just did that. That was the wrong decision. Oh my gosh. And I remember feeling some sensations. Like I legitimately remember, like, feeling like my lips tingling. And you know, that all that stuff you're in when you're feeling so anxious that it's like you're sort of manifesting the things. The physical sensations and the symptoms. And it was so wild. Just like with the panic attack that I had experienced, I ate it. I had that surge of like, oh gosh. And after a few minutes, it just went away. And I was back to hiking and I didn't have another thought about it again. And it's so important. I'm telling you this story because it's so important that when you feel that that fear, that intense What if, what if, what if, not to go down the rabbit holes to stop yourself and saying, Nope, we're not doing this. We're not going there. Like, we're just doing this. We are taking the fear with us and we are doing it anyway. And that is such a powerful and important way to approach anxiety and fear in general. So, with fear, it's a lot like anxiety, you know, how I always explain it let it come with you let it be with you but don't let it make the decisions you make the decisions okay so then there's the obvious benefit right of spending time in nature and hiking and being on the mountain being in nature has so many cognitive benefits like it is proven to relieve anxiety and stress and rumination and depression and it increases your happiness and it improves your mood like It has so many amazing effects. And I feel like it's one of the things that is so underutilized in the mental health recovery space, in the anxiety recovery space. Nature is something that is free. (laughs) It's freaking free. And it's something that is so beneficial, so helpful in so many areas of your life. And it's something that you can do every day. And I know that I'm talking about hiking big mountains, right? And going on big adventures and all these things, but it doesn't have to mean this for you. Like, getting out in nature has so many amazing effects, and you don't need to be hiking big mountains or camping or doing any of the traditional outdoorsy things. Like, you can just get outside and go for walks. You can just you know, take your dog to the park. Like you can find ways to be in nature and to really be connected without it having to look like, you know, doing these bigger things. You know, I will share with you, this is kind of off subject, but on subject. (laughs) We, my husband and I chose to send our daughter to a nature preschool. And it is so important to us that our daughter learns just how amazing nature is and how much it can teach you. And we see like I, I'm sure, I know every parent says this, right? Our daughter is just so stinking smart, and she loves to be outside. She loves to be in nature. She doesn't care if it's in the snow or in the winter when we're playing in water or in the ocean. Like she loves all things nature. and she's just so creative and she's always like making things in nature and bringing nature inside. And I always find nature in my pockets. <laughs> but it's just so cool to see her making these connections, like, really learning, really just having this creativity. It's, so, it's all so expansive, and I really believe a big part of it is because we have made it such a big emphasis for her. Like, I want her to know and see and really feel the effects of being in nature and how much it can help to support you, just your overall well-being, and just support you through life. So I know it might sound a little bit crazy, right? I'm kind of taking this to the extreme, but it's just so many of the things that I talk about, they're so simple and they're so basic, but they're the things that we lose sight of. Like like nature, like allowing yourself to actually be connected, allow yourself to be present, allow yourself to do things that will give you huge, immense benefits without you having to do a crazy amount of work like without having to do, you know, crazy things that's pushing yourself in every and all directions. Like push yourself to get outside to spend time in nature and I promise it is going to be helpful in so many ways. So, I want to go back to to hiking and the mountains because they are just so special to me and they always will be and it's such a huge part of who I am and a part of my life now. And it's just really cool because I did this stuff when I was struggling. And even though there was anxiety there, there was panic there, it did not ruin it for me. Like it sure as heck did suck the joy and the peace out of some situations at some points, but it did not ruin nature for me. It didn't ruin hiking. And the really amazing and beautiful part is that not allowing anxiety to take hiking and the mountains from me helped me so much to make peace with anxiety. And this is the really cool part, and this is something I really want you to hear. Oftentimes it's the very things that we're resisting doing that are the things that actually lead us to healing. So you might be resisting taking your dog for a walk a little further outside of your, you know, safe zone. You might be resisting taking your kid to the playground. Like, you might be resisting going on some trail walks, being a little further from quote safety. And doing these things will actually help you to experience so much more peace and freedom. So, I just want to recap real quick because these things are just so good. And they will be so helpful to you, whether it looks like you hiking or not. So 1. Choose to do the things you value, rather than allowing anxiety and fear to choose. 2. Let yourself see that you can feel anxious and experience panic while being away from quote, safety. You have to truly let yourself see that it's safe to panic anywhere because that safety lies within you. Number 3 use mindfulness in your senses to help you be more present and connected to the present moment. Number 4 take fear with you. Don't try to make it go away, take it with you. And 5 just spend more time in nature and really allow yourself to see just how much it can support you and your mental health. So I'm going to be over here continuing to do what I do, continuing to hike the big mountains and show you all of my adventures because I want to show you that there is life to be lived now, even while you're struggling. I did these things while I was struggling, and I am so grateful that I do them now and I don't have that anxiety, panic, and fear there, but it took me doing it while experiencing anxiety and fear to get to this place that I'm now at today. So. If this episode has been helpful for you and you know that it would be helpful to someone that you know, please share it. Please share it on Instagram. And if you haven't already, please take just a minute of your time to rate and review my podcast, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any place that you listen to your podcast. I would deeply appreciate it. It's how I can help more people and reach more people who need it. So until next time, my friend, get out in nature, and keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.